Blog Talk Radio. This program has been made possible by Weatherby Asset Management. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guest. Weatherby Asset Management is dedicated to providing exceptional wealth management services by forming partnerships built on trust, understanding, and thoughtful advice. For more than 20 years, they've been offering objective perspective, personalized planning, and sophisticated investment management to individual investors and families, as well as pension plans, foundations, and endowments. Contact them at www.weatherby.com. Weatherby Asset Management, located in San Francisco and New York City. Before we get kind of into uh, what we can do with your kids over the summer, um, I thought this would be a good segment, and especially Natasha, you can join in with us. Uh, There is a lot, I mean, when I say a lot, I mean a lot going on in our world right now, Um, just from one spectrum to the other. It's just all over the place. So um, just wanted to you know, go over some of the things that are happening in our world today and then specifically how it may affect us as devoted moms, Um, you know, what we can talk to our children about or how it will impact, you know, our family life. Um, So the first one, I've I've seen a lot uh, trending a lot, seen it on Facebook a lot, and actually a lot of misinformation going back and forth is about Nelson Mandela. And he is at this moment, definitely still alive. Mm-hmm. And uh, last I checked, he's actually doing better than he was doing last night, right. which is just amazing, um, just completely amazing to me. And so on one hand, you know, he's 94 years old. He has done some incredible things in his life. He, is, mm-hmm. he has really lived his life to the fullest and um, is a blessing that he was even here and that our lives were touched by him. And so when he does make his transition, you know, there will be tears, but it, it'll also be a very happy day. Um, but just just to watch this transformation of him kind of on the brink and then coming back and really fighting this as he's fought his entire life. Um, so I did want to share with all the devoted moms out there, you're seeing Facebook pages that, uh, and people RIPing Nelson Mandela. He is, in fact, still alive. Um, sorry for that background noise. Well, you know, and if we can just spend a little bit of time talking about transition um, from life to um, afterlife, uh, and depending on, I think, what your um, faith system is, when you start to talk about palliative care um, and, and hospice, it's very typical for an individual to actually get better before they pass. Um, that's a part of the, I think it's, to me, it's God's grace, um, allowing for the family to be able to see and engage um, and really take uh, take advantage of that little bit of time that's left. 
Um, my grandmother got much better, and then by the time we, of course, left the hospital and uh, got home and took our shoes off, the phone rang, and she had transitioned. Uh, and so it's kind of typical when someone is in that in that time, and we hope that they make this miraculous, you know, um, rejuvenation back to life. But in all honesty, you know, I, I, I actually responded to a Facebook post that Tasha put on, um, and I said, I, I'm excited for him to go and get that reward because he has fought the good fight. He has been a faithful servant, and I don't want to think of him being here just to make us feel better. Um, and I can't imagine, you know, my dad, the day that my dad does that, um, having that mature outlook, um, but I do know that, you know, he's left us with such a legacy, um, and he's and and it's going to be our responsibility to keep, you know, to take it to the next level. Right. And it's a natural part of of life, you know, that there is death. But I send out my prayers and encouragement and just positive energy to his his immediate family. But also to his um, country yeah. Um, family, yeah. Uh, just because people are going to have to now step up, um, mm-hmm. and that, you know that's kind of hard. And I, I just I'm prayerful that he has prepared people to be into the le- in the leadership role that he's going to leave a huge gap and a huge footprint uh, for them to fill. That's true. I, I, Natasha, do you have any memories of uh, when you first heard the name Nelson Mandela? Um, I'm try- I, I, when I heard his name, I really didn't understand. You know, I, when he was released from prison, mm-hmm. I don't know. I must have been like in high school. I don't know how long ago that was. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the, it didn't come across really of who he was. So I had to kind of look at the news, do do my research and different mm-hmm. things to find out, you know, how important he, you know, really, you know, is to the people of uh, Africa, South Africa. So um, getting back to what you said about, you know, him getting well and things like that, um, people not wanting to let go, but it may be a time where they just have to realize that they have to let it take, take its course or whatnot, and he'll go when he's ready and like Regina said, he's fought a hard fight and, you know, maybe it's time for him out that old southern in <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. and go on. So, um that's basically my take on Yeah. It's funny 'cause I can't I still don't use shell gas. So so devoted moms for those who um might be a little bit younger, um when Nelson Mandela was <clears throat> being held and there was apartheid going on in South Africa, meaning that there was a huge discrimination between blacks and whites, um, one of the things was that we were asking companies to divest. And there were lists of companies who were um, operating in South Africa, and there was this big, huge economic um, movement to say, if you're supporting if you're operating in South Africa, then you are, in fact, supporting apartheid, which mm-hmm. is the oppression of a group of people based on their um, race and also on their economic status, and it was just very oppressive. It was like supporting slavery. 
Right. And so there were these lists. And so it was every, I mean, every company, every American company and even non-American um, companies, you know, there was this list and you could look at this list and say, well, I'm not buying your product. And I can remember one of the last companies to divest was Shell, the gas station. Mm. And I remember <laughs> needing gas and talking to a friend and saying, well, you know, I need to get some gas, but the only station that's open is a Shell station. <laughs> and I just cannot go to the Shell <laughs> station. And I remember him saying, saying, you know, Nelson Mandela is not going to come push your car when you were. <laughs> <laughs> But later for him to come, for the evolution, to him then becoming president of South Africa, I still can't So perhaps I need to practice some forgiveness, and next time I need gas, I might go to Shell. I'll think about that. Yeah, I think about that. <laughs> Tasha, um, you being a little bit younger, well, a whole lot younger. I'm sorry. Um, what was, what were, what were things that you found fascinating, or when you were introduced to who Nelson Mandela was, and you know this big figure that was still right. among us? Oh, I can always remember, and in fact, it's something that um, I think as a summer project I'm going to talk to uh, and teach my kids about. Uh, but it's his calm, peaceful demeanor, you know, because no one or everyone would understand if he had a chip on his shoulder, if he was mad, always angry, um, you know, and and everybody would understand that. I mean, after all that he's been through, you know, because we could go through something not even close to what he went through and carry it for years. And he went through just this massive life transformation um, pushed upon him undeserving and he came out just this peaceful um, gentle meek not weak but meek man you know very powerful but meek and that I think spoke volumes to me you know because I you know would have assumed that he would have you know been released from prison and just taken names you know and just wreck and shop <laughs> you know and in yeah. a way, he kind of did, but he didn't do it in the way that I would have envisioned, you know, with my, especially when I was growing up, I had a very quick temper, you know, I snapped all the time and just out of uh, maturity have learned how to, to calm that in me um, and respond to things differently. And so I definitely learned a lot about how to forgive and how to really get what you need and want, um, mm -hmm. you know, without having to use, you know, anger and bitterness to achieve it. So that's that's my biggest lesson from him. Yeah, you could definitely, um, you know, if you're carrying around some anger, uh, he's definitely a demonstration of how, you know, what forgiveness looks like. Right. Um, and I was trying to look up the name of the movie that was um, – that that was not long that long ago came out about the South African soccer team. Oh um, yeah. <clears throat> Invictus. Invictus. And so mm -hmm. for folks who may not be familiar with, you know, um who uh President Mandela was and who he was to the world, not even just to South Africa, 
that was a really good movie that to me gave us additional information and insight to you know just how did he bring that nation together um and so i know that's a movie that i'm going to watch probably with my nine-year-old um i don't yeah. know about with uh, my seven-year-old i'll have to think about that um yeah, there's a couple of hard hard scenes to watch in that one there are mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but i do think that it's important that we that we do use this as an opportunity to raise their awareness of it has not been easy, um, and it's still not easy for lots of people around the world. Right. Um, so, so what what else is trending? I mean, I think that's that's mm. to to me like that's the major. But there's some other things that are going on also. Yeah, I mean, well, we have the uh, Trayvon Martin case uh, mm-hmm. that's in its fifth day. And um, yesterday, what was really trending, and actually still today, is the um, cross-examination of Trayvon Martin's friend, girlfriend, who hasn't really been determined what their relationship was. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's been interesting because I've been watching kind of a little bit of the trial and then watching, you know, uh, some of the news outlets and their take on her testimony. Um right. And I really think that at the end of the day, uh, she's a very credible witness, um, only because you can tell it's not, she's not coached. She's not, um, you know, you, you can tell that what's coming out of her is very real. Um, of course, her experience with being in front of national audience and even in front of lawyers is probably no. And so she just has been very real. And so that has thrown a few people off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, most definitely. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and qu- she's received some quite negative press, um, from, from people on, especially on social media. And, right. um, I actually posted something earlier about, uh, you know, we get kind of up in arms about what Paula Dean said and, you know, what, how she needs to pay for what she said, which I agree. But then on the flip side, many of our own race, have been mutilating this young girl on social media and so we expect other people to talk about us in and in high regard but we don't talk about each other in high regard and so i had to kind of check myself a little bit because i even saw a joke about her and i giggled and then i quickly thought that was just completely and totally inappropriate um i can't imagine talking to your boyfriend pretty much about nothing one day and then the next being in the national media, national spotlight, in an experience that she never thought she was going to be in. Um, yeah. And and holding her own for the most part, you know, um, and you know, losing her cool a couple times, but definitely holding her own in the most for the most part. Well, I haven't seen the um, her testimony yet. I was going to pull it up on CNN, but I did read. Facebook, of course, because you can find out a lot of different things, like you said, on Facebook with the comments and stuff. And I've heard, I've read a lot of, just a lot of negative things about her, but it was some people who kind of, um, who kind of tried to, you know, let them know that she is a teenager. You know, she is young. She's, um, you know, Haitian. She doesn't really probably know the, you know, the legal system and stuff, and she's just being like Tasha said, she's being real, and uh-huh. you can tell that she, you know, wasn't being coached. So I said I was going to look at it myself, to right. kind of, you know, form my own opinion because that's you have to be really careful about, you know, what you read on Facebook. 
Yeah, where you get your information and <clears throat> can really um, be a good thing, a plus and a minus. I think that, you know, I think that this is just the beginning of the trial, and I think that trial has such implications for for race relations, particularly in America. Um, and I think everybody's just kind of on edge. And so any diversion from what's really happening, um, I think it's easier than, you know, the reality of a young man going to the store to purchase some candy and then chatting with his girlfriend uh, is dead and, and at the hands of another. And so <clears throat> I definitely sent out, just I think about the devoted mom, um, Trayvon's mother. Um, I think about the young lady's mother who is there supporting and encouraging her to do what is in their value system. And I think as moms, that's what we sometimes have to do because I think I would have had some challenges on saying, do I want to expose my daughter to the world um, and what that means? Because the world can be very, very mean and can be very supportive. So I just hope that she gets the supportive energy um, versus a lot of the negative. Um, you know, thinking about phenomenal women, which even though she's a young lady, I think that she is a phenomenal girl. Um, and I'm hoping that this will just launch her into being a phenomenal woman. But I've got, we can't help but to give big up to Timothy, uh, Tammy Duckworth, um, an Illinois uh, representative who um, was uh, – really <clears throat> who was really on top of it on yesterday. Um, she spent some time talking about her passion <clears throat> and I got I was trying to find how many hours did she um did she spend on that floor uh talking about um as a witness proclaiming uh veterans disability and just how broken that system is um, but also really having to um, to call people to the, on the carpet on how veterans who have been disabled um, and even uh, have lost limbs, how they're being denied their ability to get resources to take care of themselves and their families. And so um, she is also part of the trending, if you want to hear read more about her. I really do like the Huffington Post. I think they get kind of straight to the point, <laughs> you know, and I, I, I love that they will let you go further, but they stay current and they kind of get to the point, but she is um, definitely someone that I admire um, and took step forward for those folks who have fought on behalf of our country and our freedom. So what else, is, what else caught your eye on the trending side? Uh, well, a little, uh, another side, this is something that we um, haven't really <clears throat> spoken about much. We don't talk a lot about sports or anything on our show. <laughs> I personally I personally don't know a whole lot, although I have a seven-year-old who can just uh, replace stats like yeah. nobody's business. And I, uh, we got I, Natasha on today. Being right. a media specialist oh. isn't the only thing she brings. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so trending, uh, Aaron Henderson, uh, Aaron Hernandez, Hernandez, excuse me, Hernandez. who, uh, just recently received a contract over the next couple of years for $40 million, 
who was a tight end for the Patriots, was um, was arrested on murder charges, and with and is being held with no bail. And you know what's so interesting to me is that, and we've seen this over and over again. Um, but money, fame, you know, uh, notoriety, it, it goes out the door uh-huh. when you don't have a grounding. Um, and so it doesn't even matter because some people, you know, I've heard. Oh, how could he do this? He's got a $40 million contract. He threw it all away. But sometimes when you make stupid decisions, those stupid decisions are just based on, you know, our lack of something that we didn't learn from or something that we still need. And so it doesn't matter if we have, you know, a great job or been college educated or have a $40 million contract. So some of the evidence has been very, um, jarring to hear um you know and of course i guess he's it's definitely he's he's been alleged to murder him and um we will see as, as the the case progresses you know what comes out but there's definitely already a lot of jarring information that um could be very detrimental to Mr. Hernandez mm. yeah i thought it was interesting um some of the conversation has been around uh the team that he plays for Natasha you probably know who that is Patriot. To the Patriots. <laughs> is that New England? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the kitchen making the dip. I'm, you right. know, drinking. I'm, I'm refilling drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not watching the game. She's on Facebook. What is that that they just did? And, and I agree with that. I, it's right. just not a facet that I'm um, decided to develop. <laughs> but some of the question is around the economic impact of, and even some of the the unequal treatment, which makes me wonder if the lawyers were tighter with the sign the sign on bonus, where he got nine million dollars already, and the patients are asking for it back. <laughs> what? I, that just floors me because first of all, for a sports figure to get nine million dollars. Just says something about our value system. But Natasha, I'm sure, you know, he's really a great player, so. Um. Well, that's peanuts compared to some co- um, contracts and signing bonuses. Nine, $9 million is nothing, you know, really. That's just what they call probably talk change. I just saw a big soapbox <laughs> that I would love to get up on, but I'm going to just thank Sylvia Global for allowing us to be able to talk about things that are trending. There's lots of more things that we'll talk about, um, but we really do appreciate it. Sylvia Global gives us the platform and the opportunity to sit around and have a coffee break and Talk about how absurd it is that someone would get paid that much money to toss a pig in. Okay, I'm sorry, I lost it. I'm sorry. My bad, my bad. You know how you know how devoted moms do not do not need to Right, so. right. 